coming into a new place, settling in. So this is part of experience. Our practice is experiencing what's being experienced directly. So come in and there's a lot of trying to get settled, looking around. Where's this, where's that piece of information offered and trying to store all these pieces of information, the do's and don'ts of retreats and also um, particular situation you're in. And then also shelving or putting aside issues and concerns outside the retreat and making a kind of clear uh, effort to, to do so. Recognizing that a certain amount is bound to come in, and maybe if that's the case, then it has to be part of the retreat. Yeah, so you just put aside what you can put aside, what doesn't get put aside, you have to take it in. Means you've got things you're concerned about, difficulties, issues, sources of concern, sources of interest that uh, are not just things you can briefly put aside, then they become the topic of the retreat, part of your retreat. And that, of course, is personal and specific. Um, and yet, uh, there are certain things that are in common with that. First, that we have to have a way of referring to it, frame of reference. This is what mindfulness and full awareness is about. And we have the way of handling it, which is what kindness and compassion is about. And we have the way of uh, giving it its time to work through, which is what patience and openness is about. You know? So we might have particular difficulties or sources of concern or interests, and nothing is really going to go the way I want it to, in the speed I want it to. <laughs> it generally is going to take its own time to filter through and find its uh, resolution. So those you're familiar with meditation, I'm sure you recognize that it certainly is not a thing that your mind just jumps up and obeys you every time you, you tell it what to do. Um, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not something that uh, you can have that degree of say over. Because, of course, the one who's trying to have say over it is part of the experience. It's not separate from the experience. Experience is holistic. Uh, it means part of the, you know, the thing that you're facing is yourself or your programs, your ideas about how to deal with your stuff. The one who's dealing with your stuff is part of the stuff, in fact. So this could be sickness, body problems, relatives, life issues, and so forth. Well, you know, the one who's trying to deal with it is part of the topic. So who's going to deal with it? So for this uh, very appropriate uh, Response has to we begin to adopt or construct particular uh, references, frames of reference. I call them fields, which are a way of expressing it. 
the idea being that these fields have their own particular forms of intelligence. This may sound strange, but with a very, very obviously one field that we have is the field of heart, the field which is associated with general atmosphere and encouragement of non-aversion, non-ill will, non-rejection, non-cruelty, non-judgment. So establish that particular field and then whatever lands in my mind, can that land and be placed in that field of non-aversion, non-rejection, non-blame, non-criticism? Let's see what happens. If a difficult thought comes in and it lands there, what happens? What we notice what doesn't happen. Uh, we also have a, um, you know, so that in a way we're just uh-huh, a certain degree of openness. We also have a field, the field of the body, and this, with this reference, I mean something that uh, you probably have some sense of an understanding of that could be developed which is the field of your bodily awareness so when you know you feel uh, tense or you know you feel relaxed that which is tense or relaxed we call that the field of the body it's not a particular place in your body it's not an organ or a member or a bone or a structure or a zone it's the whole thing the whole entire bodily experience feels uh, tight or contracted or numbed out or uh, activated or it feels steady and peaceful. So again, drop something into that field, see what happens. And we have a field uh, of, uh, of knowing, awareness, which is uh, primarily associated with uh, abilities to form an idea of something, or let an idea arise, we notice, uh-huh. this reminds me of or seems like this. Mm. And for this, to open these fields, we have to do quite a bit of gardening, if you like, because the, the body field can, can, be, can be pretty much uh, very limited, seized up, because of the speed and the pressures of our life. You know, often, people often lose their bodies because they're living out in a kind of virtual world of time, future, things to do, obligations, stuff, you know, which is purely abstract. So you lose the gut knowledge, you could say, the embodied knowledge. It's, it's, it's a slower form, it's a natural form, and it's intuitive and it's felt, but often we lose that through certain pressure and speed that drives us up into our heads into excessive thinking for this reason the field of the mind or the field of awareness is often highly overcharged with so much knowledge that you don't know how to use it it doesn't it's constantly this that this that think forming ideas any one of them which may have some relevance but the overall congestion of thought is problematic. So the gardening here is to prune, prune, prune. Whereas the gardening in terms of the body field is to open, 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 dig it, till it, get it to, you know, 
come out of it. It's, it's, it's cemented over a lot of the time, just to break the soil and get it to open up. Field of the heart um, uh, can be also afflicted with uh, soreness, uh, distress, mm-hmm. uh, and so forth. So, uh, quite a bit of our action there is just quite a gentle. Uh, goodwill towards oneself over sustained and non-specific and also not just myself but all around so it's not just an internal thing it's everywhere there's a sense of uh, no harm may no harm come here may this be free from affliction other people and so we have this attitude of uh, respect to each other. Respect can seem like quite a cool way to express goodwill, but it's actually reliable. <laughs> because uh, uh, goodwill is not necessarily exuberant, uh, cheerful, because that can feel intrusive. It can be, say, you know, you have to be happy. No, you don't have to be happy. You have to be allowed to be miserable in peace. <laughs> it's a sense of, well, may you be well with that. And, you know. and so, you know, that's, that's actually goodwill. Rather than get out of that negative state, be something else. Which is not really the kind of quality of uh, respect that is uh, being encouraged. So in this way we just try to offer each other space and non-intrusion, non-obstruction, non-intrusion. To oneself, to others, we are accepting. Maybe some things have to come up that are difficult. Maybe they have to be allowed to come up to really be released, to be breathed out. And these, uh, you know, and some of these terms may seem strange at first, and perhaps the first evening you don't get them entirely. So I'll, I'll try to keep referring to these uh, over time, and try to give specific um, pointers about that, about those. Mm. But what essentially what is the aim of these is to lessen the doer, mm. to lessen the person who's doing the meditation or who's solving things or making things change or trying to be something else to lessen that why is it necessary to lessen that? because the one who's trying to do it and make things better has been probably doing this for at least two, three decades and where has he got to? all kinds of things one can do and yet essentially resolving uh, one's karma uh, it doesn't work that way Uh, there's something uh, higher and wider and uh, subtler than that still we have the definitely have the capacity to do and our capacity to do here will be try to keep referring to, strengthening, opening and 
generating access to these particular fields and overall the whole ethos of the retreat is held within the field of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha and held within the uh, part of that is of course the uh, precepts and the sense of behavior how we act Buddha awakened that which is you could say the pure knowing <coughs> awareness open steady stable mirror Buddha is mirror just the mirror Dhamma, the truth, the reality of it, not the idea of it, but the reality of experience is like this. It's not perhaps the ideas or the ideals that we have, but the reality of being a human being is like this. Of course, the details change, but it's fluid, it's mobile. It's, it's dynamic, it's reactive, it's, and it's also something that can be investigated because none of it is solid. It's made up of dynamic experiences, changing mind states, sensations, perceptions, moods, inclinations. Because it's all dynamic, there's a possibility for that dynamic to be carefully affected through being held steadily with clarity, compassion, openness, and gently inquired into. It's open to that. It, it does. It's called Ehipasiko. Come and have a look at this. Furthering, it's pertinent, takes you in. It's encouraging you to get into what you're experiencing, and it um, gives rise to understanding deep wisdom and uh, third aspect the Sangha which is those human beings who practice for realization practice directly practice straight practice with integrity practice insightfully and the reference to this is important because it, it does mean that it's this human beings these are not angels or uh, disembodied entities, they're real flesh and blood people with bodies, with habits, with mind states, with personalities who managed to enter into this. So it's the humanizing earth aspect of, of it all. So we hold that. And this Sangha, this is open. You know, it means anyone is part of that who has the intention and inclination to practice and is, is practicing in the right way practicing in the straight way practicing with integrity practicing appropriately and so forth is in that you know? and so this helps us to 
feel less like it's just me isolated on my own you know something so specifically strange or weird or messed up or mystically wonderful about me <laughs> it's all it's all in the grist for the mill it's all out there and uh, it's all accessible by human beings in themselves so so for this reason in the mornings and the evenings we will uh, offer a puja to reiterate and to bring to mind the universal qualities of the triple gem which is not changed in time or place don't change in terms of culture or individual they are the ever available field of practice that we place our bodies, our hearts and our awareness, our intelligence within puja, offering it and so this is very helpful because uh, means wherever you go uh, you have that you can plug into that and that's the point of doing something repeatedly is it's, it's not just what it says it's the fact that it's a repeated reference that begins to build a certain stable reference point in a world that otherwise is changing, ephemeral who knows who knows it's just shifting, moving on all the time this is a kind of stable reference point so we'll practice those uh, chanting every day and uh, what I will uh, encourage for this particular time since we only have a um, uh, this seven days, six or seven days together, um, and I do feel it's important to uh, be able to get some familiarity with the chanting, which itself can be news to you. Strange thing. So we'll just use the morning chanting, and we'll do it either in Pali or in English. We'll just use that in the morning and the evening, so you get the sense of the repeated quality. And it's possible this may help you to be able to get it in there, you know. So it's not too many new things in one go. And then also we'll take the eight precepts this evening and using those for this retreat. So there's a formality for that. Um, and other pieces of the protocols and procedures I'll take I'll add later I think you probably have enough already and so I just kind of do what's necessary for this evening so this hall this is our temple our place of gathering together so when we have a gathering for meditation please gather here and uh There'll be meditation through the day, not necessarily all day long, but this is the place for gathering, so when there's time to gather, come here and find your your place. And, you know, of course you can wriggle around a bit for a day or so till you feel comfortable. You find your, your place where you want to sit, that's your place. And, you know, give other people their space to sit. This is where we gather. And so 
but recognize this is a place for everything to collect in and then naturally you go out into the dining hall or the walking areas or whatever and so you try to carry what you've gathered here try to bring that through the whole of your uh, retreat form right back to your your own bedroom and, and bathing place so that everything is carrying the um, some of the qualities that you've collected here recognizing that even in these very other activities particularly eating there's many places many areas to look into for, for understanding so the practice isn't just here this is the practice where things gather collect and then you can move out and see what's happening around how you eat or how you relax or what attitude you take to bed with you or what you wake up in the morning with or with you you know what's happening what's this it's all, all part of experience there will be um, interview sessions throughout the retreat group interview sessions in the retreat other than that and of course the encouragement for using the time for silence uh, I think that's enough for this evening <laughs>